It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. This is Stan Wangland, and uh, I hope you know where you've landed tonight because it's a terrible night in New York. There's storms all over the place. Man, if you're into being spooked out into the paranormal, you've hit the right spot because here it is. There's flash flood warnings. Everything's going on. And again, I'm just here by my lonesome and uh, and across this ocean of the Internet. Uh, my old buddy, my co-host, one of the fellow guys from the people under the stairs, PJ, Paul James Caden, he's out there. I got him for us. He was having dinner. He was eating cookies. I shagged him to do this show tonight. Paul! (laughs) Um, Paul, are you there? I'm here. I'm high on emotion. I got my bag of mint cookies to open mid-show so I can rattle around and people can hear me crunching. (laughs) (laughs) 
folks, we try and give you a quality product week in and week out on the people under the stairs and, you know, things, all things that have to do with the paranormal and unusual. I think Paul would agree with me. But tonight, we're throwing all that shit to the wind. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that at all. Uh, I'm just acting a little bit silly. For, I don't know what for what reason. Uh, it, it's probably just the darn weather. And, uh, you know, I think, you, you, does, do you think, Paul, that most people know who Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis were? I think most people do. How about Abbott and Costello? Mm, probably about a little quarter less. About a quarter less. Well, those are you, guys, you should look that up. Those were famous teams in uh, in the world of comedy and the world of motion pictures and stand up and all those things. You know, it's Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? There was uh, Martin and Lewis. You know, Dean. You know, Jerry Lewis. Hey, old lady. All that kind of stuff. And when it comes to the paranormal, there's Paul, PJ, Paul, and Stan. We're a team, and if you, if, if anybody remembers, and this is not the point of the show, but uh, if anybody remembers, both of those teams had a falling out. Did you know that, Paul? I do know it. You do know it, and they were dear friends. They started off as dear friends, and and somehow some something got between them. Like they, they just got between them, and it wasn't just artistic differences. It was something that got between. And I, I think that's happening with Paul and I. And I want to just throw it out before we do the show for 10 seconds. I don't know whether Paul would agree. I think it's when I call up Paul, he's always saying, I'll just be there. I'm just eating a cookie. <laughs> We're always one cookie away from. <laughs> We're always one cookie away from greatness, folks. We've that's, got some great shows here. And we just one freaking cookie away. That's just my way. Of, that's just my way of saying all your ideas suck. I can't stand <laughs> doing the show on Skype, and I need to be high on sugar to even deal with you, man. <laughs> Sound like my ex-wife, man. What can I tell you? It's all in the papers. It's all in the packets, man. The packets. But all seriousness aside, as uh, you know, as uh, as people will say in the comedic world, this is a show uh, that you know. Um, see, the producer's going to be mad at me again. Not at Paul. Paul has cookie. He was scary. He was ready to be scary in a scary way. I had to get silly. Now, so it took away all the spookiness for a second. But Paul will bring us back to spookiness. But we have a great uh, topic tonight, and it was nice uh, fooling with you guys just for a second because it's so good to be with you. And the response to the show is great. I really did speak to our producer today, Paul, and the show is uh, – people love the show. Good, good. Uh, yeah, they really do. And uh, we have a lot of people. It builds every week, and that's always a nice thing, folks. So thank you very much uh, you know, for tuning in. Uh, to the to the shows and, and we, you know we have a great topic tonight uh, actually I w- was thinking of I wanted to do a show possibly that because Paul loves these things on the Bible code and we, we will do that another time but uh, Paul came up with the idea to to revisit a very popular uh, thing and, and man there's a shitload of information on that every year believe it or not and it's on crop circles crop circles you know, and if you love the movie uh, Signs with Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix and all that kind of stuff, uh, that, you know, that'll give you some spooky uh, 
uh, area of reference for crop circles. But Paul, this is an area that you love, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, are crop circles real? What's the scoop with crop circles, baby? Well, I've been interested in crop circles probably since the, I would say, late 80s, 88, 89. Mm -hmm. uh, really, you know, studied them and read about them and watched a lot of documentaries during the, the 1990s. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, my, my opinion is, along with uh, a lot of ufologists out there, is some of these things are hoaxes. And some of them uh, are not because th there's a lot of weirdness around the crop circles that just couldn't be done by, you know, a, a group of guys with boards uh, and ropes, you know, holding it to their feet, walking around, flattening down the crops. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll get into a little of that as the, the show goes on here. But th there's definitely some weirdness and there's some of them that are just so big and such complex uh, geometric patterns, you know, that, that even the most hardened critic looks at it and said, there's no way that a group of people did this, you know, in a couple few hours overnight. You know, this would this would take hours and hours, if not days to complete with the. Uh, the uh, technique of the hoaxers. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it means that the crop circles mean, uh, you know, to, to, to my understanding of crop circles and from uh, what I've read about them uh, and everything else like that, the name crop circles was actually developed uh, or was coined, uh, I think, in the 1960s. Or it, I was making some little notes today, but this is like 1966 from a guy called Colin Andrews, and it had to do with a, uh, an event in Tully, Australia where a farmer saw a UFO rising from a swamp and then saw all these reeds that, you know, that uh, were, you know, into these forms and everything else like that. And uh, they came up with the, this, you know, this, uh, this title of crop circles. But it looks like uh, crop circles have been around all through history. And uh, they're frequently recorded back to the 1600s and, and further back than that in other cultures. So some people think that it's a natural phenomenon uh, that can happen in nature. Other people think it's definitely extraterrestrial or, you know, done from some, some other source. And, and other people think it's, it's a hoax. Uh, other people, uh, you know, think that it's some other kind of event that we don't understand. You know, what, you know, what's your spin on that, Paul? What do you, you know, what, or I shouldn't say spin. What do you know about the theories about that, uh, about uh, crop circles and such? Yeah, they, they've definitely been around for centuries, but uh, I, I don't see how some of these patterns could be uh, a natural occurrence in nature. Mm -hmm. That's like saying that a perfect pyramid is going to form naturally uh, out of a rock or, or some such thing. Or with mm -hmm. windy rope, it, it just doesn't happen. And uh, there's there's one, you probably have it in your research notes. I don't remember the uh, the name of the the geometric shape, but it's a, it's a very complex mathematical uh, shape that has shown up in crop circles. You know, that just happening randomly uh, in nature. Uh, I, I think that's, I think that's the deniers uh, really trying to shut the door hard on something because they, they don't want to think or know or believe that there could be something else behind this. And sadly, there, 
there are people like that out there when it mm-hmm. comes to all of the phenomenon with, with the paranormal. It, it doesn't matter what you show them or, or what happens. They'll say, oh, no, 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 it, it can't possibly be. But whether it freaks them out, I don't know. But mm-hmm. you know, some of this happening naturally, I give that mm-hmm. a big help. You know, I, I think there's definitely something. Uh, and who knows when they say extraterrestrial, it, it could be something that's right here on the earth. You know, there's mm-hmm. the whole thing that uh, there could be some of these things we call aliens or extraterrestrials that are living in our oceans or, you know, caverns deep underground that we're not, uh, we're mm-hmm. not privy. To. You know, there's uh and some say that they do this to send us a message, let us know that, that they're yeah. there, or let us know to maybe respect nature more, that, that we're polluting the earth so much and tearing everything up. And some say it could be a warning, like the movie Signs, you know, watch your back, because, you know, that this could be something uh, a little more sinister down the pike. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the famous ones that you were talking about, I did happen to find the famous ones in, uh, in 2008. It's called the Pie Crop Circle Formation. And in 2002, yeah. it's called the Chill Bolton Crop uh, uh, Circle Formation. And the, the thing that's fascinating about these two is that when you look at the images of them, uh, they form an alien face in a disc, uh, and it says containing an ASC2 code. And uh, 2001 uh, crop circle, it, it has uh, it's it's like a response from the message sent by SETI from the Arecibo, uh, Arecibo radio telescope in 1974. So when you when uh, if you've seen the picture, uh, you know contact with Jody Foster, and uh, you know they're 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 taking uh, you know they're they're looking for contact through radio. Uh, telescopes and everything else like that will study the search for actual terrestrial uh, terrestrials. Uh, they they are broadcasting as well as listening things like this. So this is uh, you know th- those are those two famous crop circles. But you know there were two guys that uh, kind of put the whole thing and uh, um, you know in a different perspective. And I I know that uh, you're probably aware of them. Uh, and I think yeah their names were Bowler and Chorley, and these were two guys. Uh, you know, they were crop circle artists, and it was Doug and Dave, uh, the, these two guys. And what they did is uh, they they created crop circles, and they said that it was a conspiracy that they were doing for 13 years, where they were going around and they were making these crop circles all over the place. And they demonstrated for the BBC and everybody else, uh, you know, how this was done. And a lot of people say that's that was the definitive thing, uh, showing that these were really done and were man-made and were a hoax. Now, the only problem with that that supports your thing, Paul, your theory is that, you know, that's what happens when you look at the information. And these crop circles are really research. I mean, they're folk, go online. You'll see the ones photographed just from a few weeks ago and a few days ago around the world. Uh, there are crop circles that pop up on different parts of the globe on the same day. Right. So it can't be the same people doing, you know, see what, what people don't get to with the, the hoaxers. Uh, A lot of folks think that uh, Doug and Dave were, were just trying to maybe get a little uh, fame for themselves because what, what you don't hear. And again, maybe it's there in your notes 
when <laughs> they demonstrated how they did it for certain people and, and, you know, other hoaxers as well, demonstrating, you know, how they did it. They said it, it was much more actually imperfect than the actual crop circle where the edges were a little bit more jagged. The stalks mm-hmm. were perfectly bent. Uh, you know, the, there were a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of little issues with it that it didn't have the perfection of the ones that are, you know, being found in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also a lot of other things that they found with crop crop circles. It's funny when you look into it, you can tell if uh, the crop circles and, and they, they there have been beautiful ones done. Uh, but th- when you do the crop circles, they're done with boards and ropes. Uh, yes. That's how they're done. And you can get very elaborate uh, designs. However, the flow and the weaving of the stalks and how they're flattened uh, are distinctly different, uh, as similar as the designs look. But, the, but the, those other dynamics are distinctly different when they're done by the hoaxers than other crop circles where they're found and none of those things are present. The same form is present there, but uh, when they assess the crop circle, it obviously doesn't look like it's man-made. And, uh, you know, the things aren't broken or trampled or, you know, done in a style that's consistent with rope and board. And then in 1991, there was a biophysicist, a guy named William Levengood. He began to study the stalks uh, around the crop circles and almost immediately, according to the research that I did, he started to find anomalies uh, with these things. And over the next 10 years, thousands of stalks uh, inside and outside these crop circle formations were sent to the lab to be studied. And they found uh, that there were, uh, you know, differences in these stalks. There was exposure caused the stalk to be bent at different angles. Uh, there were different, uh, you know, chemical composition to the stalks, uh, you know, and that was done by accident. That the seeds within the crop, cir- crop circles seemed to be exposed to what they called an electron ion impulse, which would be similar to an MRI. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but that, that's pretty powerful stuff, you know. So yeah, uh, there's a whole thing when you, when you say they're not broken, you know, that, that there's something that made the the joint of the crops. Uh, swell become much more flexible so they, they were bent without breaking yes uh, you know yes. also you know, the electromagnetism low level radiation the uh, the soil within the crops being very dry like all the mm-hmm. water was was sucked out of it so definitely a lot of anomalies that that they couldn't explain the guys with boards going in there are mm-hmm. going to have that effect mm-hmm you know, there were other people that also uh, sat there, and there was a guy in 19, uh, 1992, he, he led a thing called Project uh, Agnes, and the guy's name was Michael Korost, and he found the same, or he was studying these same anomalies in the plants and the soil and the crop circles and everything, and he didn't find a smoking gun for, like, extraterrestrials or other things, and he was actually trying to uh, do, like, the acid test for Dr. Levengood. To see, you know, if if if, if his uh, work was good, and he it was actually critical of Dr. Levengood's work. But even with all the crit- criticism he did of Dr. Levengood's work, because this guy was a skeptic, uh, he came up with the idea that twenty percent of the crop circle formations 
were unexplainable in terms of uh, man-made phenomena, you know, that they were unexplainable or not man-made. And that's a tremendously high rate. Something that's statistically significant is something that's one half of 1% or at its highest, 1%. Mm-hmm. So this is 20%. That's, that's, like a, that's like a big, big deal, you know, those kinds of things. What do you think, uh, what do you think about the crop circles, Paul, in, ter- in terms of, do you think that there are signs, that there are messages, uh, you know, from um, some other intelligent group of individuals? You know, it's it's hard to tell. You know, it, it could be. Could it be like the movie where they're actually leaving the thing to communicate with one another from the air? Mm. Uh, are they something to maybe get our attention and get us thinking outside the uh, proverbial box a little bit because we're so we're so one dimensional in our thinking in this world? You know, maybe somebody's trying to get our attention. Um, you know, it, it is. It's it's hard to tell. Is it, as I said, is is it a warning? Is mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, theories vary, but I can't, uh, you know, I don't think anybody can really say exactly why, what it is and why they're there. But I, I have a feeling that we might find out in the years ahead with all this UFO disclosure going on. I, I have a suspicion <laughs> something's mm-hmm. going to uh Something's going to crack here. Mm-hmm. Do you think, uh, uh, you know, the, the British military and the military from different parts of the world have been mentioned uh, several times with crop circles? Uh, and I always wonder um, with that kind of thing, you know, is this some form of disinformation that they could be using? Uh, or have the crop circles been something uh you know that they wanted to put in the public's head over a long period of time to desensitize them to the fact that there may be um other intelligent life forms in the universe because uh, we talked about on that on other shows there have been all kinds of research done that if if there was definitive proof from life of another planet it would freak a lot of people out to be sure if all of a sudden you listened on the, the news tonight and they said, hey, there's people from another world, you know, that they're, they're outside your door, people would freak a huge number of people. So uh, do you think the military could be involved in that, Paul? They could. They, they definitely could. I mean, yeah, I don't put anything past the government when it comes to their disinformation and their... Uh, so we were talking about the uh, animal mutilations that some people have seen what look like military helicopters, you know, coming yeah. toward the scene or, or leaving the scene. So are they mixed up in it somehow? Are they, as some ufologists believe, our military and government is in cahoots with uh, someone from uh, another place? Could be either or, could be both. Mm-hmm. What do you think in terms of, um, and that's not my bag, but it certainly is yours, what do you think in terms of spiritual, the spiritual um, component here, Paul, in terms of crop circles? Is there any connection between spirituality and uh, crop circles? Well, some people think so. If they, if they know one is near them, they'll go and sit in the middle of the crop circle and meditate or have group meditation. Uh, 
for me, I'm not so sure if if you're if you don't know who's leaving them and for what purpose. You know, I don't think I would uh, incorporate them into my spirituality or convince myself that they were good. Maybe they are something from our military. Maybe they are disinformation. Maybe. And I agree with a lot of other ufologists that if our military and government are hooked up, as they say, with with someone from somewhere that they met up with early in the space race, and they're doing this stuff along with other things that they're up to in the UFO phenomenon, I would say that those beings probably would not be good because they would be just as deceptive as some of the people in our government and military, and that would not be, Mm -hmm. I don't think, a good thing at all. Mm -hmm. So in cases like this, I I always say stay a little uh, wary of it, even if UFOs are to land on the White House lawn, you know, know who you're dealing with before you go rushing in with arms wide open and, and say, this is a good thing because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know the National Geographic Channel did a great uh, thing in, 2009, in 2009. I remember seeing that crop circles. Is it real? And it had a lot to, it's like a Nova show, but it provided the skeptic, uh, you know, if you're a skeptic with a, a whole abundance of assumptions uh, that kind of dismiss crop circles as being supernatural um, or, you know, having to do with the spiritual. But uh, there's also a lot of other uh, people. Um, I found several people uh, listed uh, online here that uh, they seem to, particularly those uh, people who were in the areas that were near Mexico and the Mayan influence, people felt that they could um, meditate, as you were talking about, make a connection, and the next day, or shortly uh, thereafter, uh, crop circles would appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say, hey, that's bunk, there's some type of uh, hoax involved with that. But uh, I don't know, there's, there's other people who, uh, you know, were saying that uh, they definitely feel that there's some kind of connection that you can make psychically with the powers that be that seem to uh, create these things. And, uh, you know, these uh, have been found, you know, people have been able to do this allegedly, uh, like I said, in Mexico with the Mayan designs. And then there seems to be an awful lot of them in the United Kingdom, from what I'm saying. And I wonder if that has anything to do with the Celts or the Druids or things like that. Do you know anything about that, Paul? Yeah, the land is very old, and some people do think that uh, it certainly does have something to do with it. Uh, Some individuals go so far as to say that the occupants of UFOs would be, uh, you know, your your favorite friends, the uh, the demons. Mm -hmm. They're very connected to these sites where, you know, a lot of the old pagans did human sacrifices and did a lot of very uh, nasty practices. So some people say, yeah, they're they're attached to certain lands because demonic entities or beings can be territorial that way. Mm-hmm. And if a group of people that were sacrificing animals or other people or doing you know horrible religious practices, that something like that could, could very much even to this day lay claim to that land and mm-hmm. uh, revisit it from time to time. Yeah, I find an interesting thing uh, with these crop circles is that they seem to be, uh, or at least originally, 
Uh, oddly enough, the, the you know the the, the modern stuff uh, with crop circles really started with the uh, sightings in Tully, Australia. Um, you know, and, and uh, I, I guess that is the place also where people saw balls of light and they saw sightings. Um, you know of of light beings above or within the circles. And uh, I guess there was this connection between crop circles and what you'd call saucer nests. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard of anything like that? I've never heard the term saucer nests. Mm-hmm. I, get, yeah, I guess that means that these are places where the saucers, uh, like, I, I have, um, what the hell is the place in South Carolina? I lived in Georgia. The uh, the atomic uh, the atomic energy plant that's down there, I'm, I'm forgetting the name. But anyway, uh, it's very famous when you're going over the bridge going from South Carolina into Georgia. Uh, you know they have you're being you're on camera all the time, like uh, Area 51, and they're you know uh, they're always having sightings. It's like a big saucer nest. Right, right. I, they're always I coming you. up out of the swamps. You know. So uh, yeah, but, I think that's what a saucer nest is. It's some place where the, you know they're always seeing them going into the swamps or going into the water or going into some place, and you know they're 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 just around all the time. But uh, you know there seems to be a, a, a relationship between them. I guess the other thing is also the stuff uh, when the when they were testing the uh, materials that we talked about before. You know there seem to be these these oddities again. <clears throat> You know the, uh, the the chemical balance uh, or the chemical makeup of the uh, the plant materials and everything seems to have been changed. Like I said, it's 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 very weird. It's like um, it's like when we were talking about the mutilated, uh, you know, the animals which were mutilated and everything else like that being drained of blood or whatever it is. You know, these very you know these odd odd kinds of things. You know, odd it kinds is. of things. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think the vast amount of the crop circles, Paul, you know, we're, we're rapidly approaching the half hour mark here. Do you think that the uh, crop circles are primarily hoaxes? Do you think that they're primarily um, for real? Do you think it's a combo? What's your impression? Yeah, I want to go 50-50, maybe 60-40, you know, that I, I think some of them are unexplained. As you said, there have been a lot of people that have seen lights or orbs over their crops and then you know moments later there's a, a crop circle you know it's, mm-hmm. it's well documented so you know what what are these lights are they something from the earth are they something from somewhere else so mm-hmm. yeah I, I i would say that uh some of them are real and of course some are not probably that would probably be a i would give it a 60 40 you know mm-hmm. 60 40 40 real mm-hmm uh, you know, I, I think the only way to determine that is each crop circle that pops up is give it the test, check check the stalks, check the soil, check mm-hmm. the area, and see if those anomalies are there. Yeah, I, I, I've had several people who've been listening to our show. I, you know, they knew we were going to do something on crop circles. I don't know how, but uh, uh, I might have said something uh, in, in a group or whatever, and uh, they were saying, "Hey, boy, if you if you hear from anybody." who uh, has uh, seen a crop circle or you know of anybody from, uh, you know, the cattle mutilations, uh, they, they, you know, let us know and we can, uh, you know, 
forward to you or to some other people from other shows as well as I'd like to hear from you on this show. Which right, are, right. You know, did you hear that demon barking in the background? I did. I wonder what the hell that was. It could have been my little 21 pound dog, Bernie. <laughs> it could have been him. I think it was. Any closing thoughts on crop circles, Paul? Well, I think, like I said, people have to, uh, you know, keep an open mind. Don't uh, don't shut it out as being something evil, but don't look at it as being something, uh, you know, wonderful. And, and until you know, because you know, for all we know, it could be the military. Uh, they would certainly, I think, have the wherewithal to uh, do some of these things and leave those anomalies behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's a crapshoot with that. You know, is it real? Is it not? I yeah, think it, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say uh, what, what comes to my mind whenever I, I talk about crop circles or hear, you know, about crop circles. I think of this song people can look up on YouTube. It's called Circles in the Field. Mm-hmm. The, the group is Galactic Cowboys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a heavy metal song. So if you don't like, you know, kind of heavy metal. You might not like it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's got a catchy chorus, circles in the field. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I like about the thing with crop circles? Uh, and I like doing this show. Uh, I, I like doing the people under the stairs because each time we take a new topic, uh, whether it's been done before or whatever, uh, there's, a, there's so much information out there to sift through. There's so many stories, some of them, you know, obviously, uh, you know, less credible than others, but others, very credible. There's a lot of stuff in the world that we really don't know about. And people uh, seem to think that everything is all figured out, uh, you know, in the cosmos and the way that things operate. And man, oh man, ladies and gentlemen, that isn't conspiracy theory. That just ain't so. (laughs) It isn't so. Here's one we forgot. Here's one we forgot to mention when we talk about crop circles and the unexplained. Sure. Is that some crop circles, believe it or not, were spotted by pilots flying over forests, and the crop circles were in the tops of trees. I've never heard of that, and I didn't see that in my research. But isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. Look that one up. There, there are cases where. They've been in the tops of trees, the, uh, the crop circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the cattle um, mutilations when they found the cattle and not only they drained of blood and everything is very precise, but the impact crater was consistent you know, with the amount of inches based on the weight and everything else with something which had been dropped from the sky. It is. It's, it's a lot of stuff, man. There's a lot of weird out there, man. Yes, there is. And sometime we'll have to speculate on other things. You know, I would just suggest to people, uh, there's a, a, um, a wonderful book that uh, if you want to read some very interesting things on interpreting reality. And it's uh, I know every show that I, that I get a chance to, to get, I really talk about it. It's called Biocentrism. And uh, it's really that we interpret reality based on our biology. It's all based on our consciousness of things. And man, uh, yeah, I don't want to wade heavy in the weeds with anybody, uh, and I'm not an astrophysicist or anything else. But when you're looking at physics and and the other things, uh, you know, the, the, the scientific principles that we know, 
they are just that. They're principles that are forms and functions of things, but they're not grand unifying theories. They're not things that explain all things. Uh, and people to this day still can't explain really what consciousness is, all the, all the dynamics of consciousness. And do yourself a favor. Take a, take a five-minute journey on the Internet and take a look at quantum theory, the theory of the very small. And then think of, uh, then look at biocentrism or, or other theories about how we are aware of things. So when you're looking at a cup, folks, you're thinking, oh, there's that cup, it's solid, you feel it, and everything else. But when you get down on the quantum level, man, there's no cup there. The, there no, there's, no, no. there's no cup. There's just a, it's a whole <laughs> universe within the universe. And, 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 you know, I'll just leave it at that. There's things where, you know, crop circles may be remnants of, Something I used to make fun of Paul with this of saying the interdimensional man. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, you know, time travel. You <clears throat> talked about PBS or Nova or any of those shows. Take a look at people talking about time travel. Scientists already they already know that, that there's that's there's a tremendous possibility to do that. It's a question of how to do it. You know, it's a question of how to make that happen. They understand some of the principles of that already. And then other things, people have no idea, uh, you, you know, what things are about. So there's a lot of mysterious stuff out there. That's not to say that just because I'm saying there's a lot of mysterious stuff, I could just pull an answer out of my ass and say, hey, that's how we explain crop circles. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there's a lot of things that we don't know. And a lot of things that we think we know right now that don't hold up to other kinds of scientific scrutiny. Uh, you know? Uh, in point of fact, a lot of the things that we consider as accepted science today, and I, maybe at some show I'll, I'll go over them with you, and uh, you'll be quite amazed like I am with them. So crop circles, uh, you know, there may be uh, some percentage of that that, uh, who knows, man, maybe it is a message from somebody from another dimension. Maybe it's a, you know, a, a traveler or, and, and then the question would be, why would you come all this way and come here and leave some crazy message? Not be around. So who knows? But it is an interesting subject, like all the things, hopefully, that we talk about. So, Paul, do you have any closing thoughts that we haven't gone over? Or do you have any kind of things that you want to plug, how people can meet you or greet you or find your site or whatever they don't want to meet and greet me <laughs> uh yeah the uh again the email is nocturnal magic at gmail.com the other show 1159 and also the uh the spirit site is backed by popular demand people have been since i started the spiritualist talk saying you know bring bring up so i decided to uh to go ahead and do that since it is a spiritual show and uh it covers a lot of topics from the, the spiritual perspective. So I thought it, it was a good thing to, to actually bring it back. And uh, I'm considering 1159 uh, may actually be coming to an end. Mm -hmm. Maybe 1159 for 1159 because I'm, I'm, I've been quite busy. I've been writing another book. I've been working and uh, I don't have time to do uh, two solo podcasts. I, I only have time for one and this one. And if I have to choose, it will be, I think, uh, the spirit side, because that's where my my greater interest in my heart lies. And uh, other than that, I don't have too much to say, except I do got to get the hell out of here because I got to be somewhere. <laughs> well, 
Well, you get out of here. I know you're going to your spiritual meeting tonight. And for everybody uh, else, I want to say good night. Uh, Stan Wanglin, you can catch me on Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And uh, the response to that show has been super every week. It's just been building. And we have the wonderful component called Your Daily Awakening. People seem to love. And I love doing it. And uh, can't wait to see you there. If you want to get in touch with me, it's swangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. Let us know your spooky story, topics that you're interested in. If you want to be a guest on the show, let us know. And, Paul, I'll let you go. Bye-bye. Peace out, everybody. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namaga Madoff versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.